everybody, and welcome to Season 4, Episode 3 of the Pointless 64 Podcast. My name is Austin Space, and this season, we are getting into the best Hey Arnold characters. That's right, the best Hey Arnold characters. And as I said, we are in Episode 3 here, right? We are right in the middle of the thicket, of the bracket going on here. So if you've missed out in some of our previous episodes, you might want to go back a lot of stuff's going to be spoiled. Watch, uh, listen to episode one and two, fill out your bracket, play along with us, especially if you are a 90s Nickelodeon fan. As I said before, I am Austin Space, and we're going to break down this wonderful Nickelodeon TV show that I so adore and figure out what is, and who is, sorry, not what is, who is the best Hey Arnold character. But as always, as always, I have multiple folks joining me. Um, that are really qualified to tell us and help us navigate this very, very difficult pop culture decision. My first panelist, his name is Daniel Bailey. He's a New York-based producer working in theatrical and digital film promotion. His career background includes seven years of work at Nickelodeon, including producer work on TV digital promotion for Hey Arnold, The Jungle Movie, Dan very crazy round last week during oh, yeah. the thrilling 32. It's the Sweet 16. How you feeling? What's happening, my friend? Hey, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I uh, Last week, I, got, I took a big hit. <laughs> um, but I feel like I bounced back towards the end there. And uh, it's going to be very interesting. I, I do love the idea, though. Like Even when I get knocked out of something, I like playing the role of the deciding factor. It gives me a little more power. Ooh, it power is fun. Yeah. Uh, so I, I am excited to see what, what becomes of this because there's a few matchups that I think are going to be very, very easy and then some that I think are going to be very, very hard. Not a lot of mediums here. Uh, it's kind of interesting because even when the seeds are getting higher, some of these are just so clear cut and then others are like, no, I, I, we, what are we going to do, guys? So uh, <laughs> I, I, will, I will call those out as we go. Uh, and I, I can't wait to see what Flores' score is. Oh my goodness! Let's let's hear let's hear his intro. I'm sorry to jump the gun. Uh, there's a guy named Flores on this show. Uh, Austin, why don't you tell us about him? Okay, I'll I'll take care of that for you here. Andrew Luis Flores. You know he's a senior writer, producer, and social media content creative lead for Nickelodeon. He's an Emmy-nominated writer and seven-time Pro Max Gold winner. He is an affiliated Twitch streamer and performer facilitator with Freestyle Love Supreme Academy. As uh, we've wonderfully mentioned him, uh, Daniel mentioned him, Flores, welcome to the program. Welcome to the Sweet 16. You must be feeling pretty good after last round, no? The Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy, man. What is up? I mean, last round was pretty good to me, but you know, just like forecasting based on like our interactions and our conversation. I'm not sure how much how, how much nicer it's gonna get. It's, I think it's oh. gonna take a, a rough turn because uh, you never know what's gonna happen with people. What people were thinking in the moment. Because I think it's interesting. Like I'm seeing my bracket, and you know, no spoilers. But I'm like looking at it now, and I'm reflecting on the conversations we've had in these past couple episodes. And I'm like, I probably would have changed some things just like based on our conversations, you know. Uh, but it, you know. Last round was really good to me. I'm hoping this round isn't too harsh. <laughs> oh, I think I think you are being way too optimistic if it's not going to be harsh. I mean, after what we went through last week, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait for our friendships to die. <laughs> I don't know. But I guess the, 
point is we got to figure out what is the best one here. So let, let's uh, let's let's get a group tally and uh, we'll we'll save uh, floors for last here. Um, Dan, why don't you share with us uh, how many points you have to see where you stand uh, this week? I had uh, 29 plus 26 for a grand total of 55 points. Okay. So um, you are actually ahead of me. Uh, interesting. Hey, um, I am at 52 points. So we're very close. I'm not that far behind. I'm still in it. But you did take a big, and we're not going to, well, you'll know. You did take a big hit with uh, Curly last week. So that could affect this week. Yeah. So we'll have to see how that goes. I will. But Flores, what do you got? I am standing at 53 points. What? what? So Dan is in yeah. the lead. Yeah, Dan's in the lead by one point. <laughs> I might, oh, two by two points. points. You said, you 55. said 50. yeah, 55. Oh, you're at 55. 50. I'm 53, yeah. yeah. So I got to double check my math, but I'm pretty sure I'm at 53 unless I, mi- I miscounted one. That's but, okay. But yeah. it, it still can make sense. It's just what means, what it, what, how is he set up? So who knows? This is crazy. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Curly. He's going to take the hit. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard. Uh, so but, here we go, guys. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and then let me throw this at you. This round, four points, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen. Four mm. points. Very important how it goes. So four points is going to be the values for each of our matchups this round. Guys, let's get into it. Um, let's have some fun or let's uh, let's have some fights. You know, families keep fighting. Uh, let's start with the girls bracket. As always, um, I've said it publicly before, and I'll say it again. And this one, we all know where I'm picking. I have been so hard on Ruth. I don't give a crap about Ruth. Yeah. Who cares about Ruth? I am the exact opposite in Arnold's bedroom where they're sitting there go, Ruth, 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 Ruth. And I'm like, I don't care. Helga Pataki is so much better. I, I, I'm glad we set this up. We could have this great rivalry. But Helga Pataki is without question better than Ruth P. McDougal. Do we disagree with this? Is this much of a discussion? I will say this. It's kind of funny how every single matchup uh, with Helga, uh, we realize we're like, oh, Helga is better, right? Move on. It's going to be interesting to see when Helga versus somebody where we have a real deep dive into Helga. But it's not today. Helga beats Ruth. Let's move on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, agreed. Okay, Helga, uh, the third most used character on the show, beats Ruth. Good. I'm done with Ruth. I'm so yeah. done with Ruth. Bye, Ruth. Bye, Ruth. Yeah, <laughs> bye, Ruth. More like that. Okay. Well, uh, see, in my well, we'll talk about it later. But I, I, in my initial matchups, it's like, oh, I had a Ruth versus Sheena. So it's like her, the same character or the same voice actor. Ah. All right. So that's an easy one here, but this one's not so easy because we've got we've got Phoebe Heyerdahl. Versus Rhonda Wellington Lloyd. This is going to be tough. Um, Flores, you want to lead us off here? This one, I think, is is it's a great one. It's a great matchup. Two, three seeds. And yeah. these are going to be our closest ones. I mean, I had Phoebe in this because I didn't choose Rhonda. Um, uh, but right. uh, okay. I think, you know, Phoebe is just like that great tag team. The same way, like. Arnold and Gerald showcase like what you want your best friend to be like Phoebe is that like constantly supportive friend almost kind of to uh like a flaw uh but yeah man Phoebe Phoebe all day I think Phoebe's there like there as a support system for Helga but also like in the later seasons she starts really like using her own voice 
more, you know, like they start making you more than just a friend. Like, um, so it's, I don't know, Phoebe all day for me. Yeah, she does have some episodes where she cheats or um, uh, where she meets, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, the uh, the singer, Ronnie Matthews. Ronnie, Ronnie oh, Matthews. my yeah. God, Ronnie Matthews. I saw your face and wow. <laughs> I saw, I saw your face. Again, the music. So good. <laughs> wow. So good, man. Yeah, that was yeah. so good. I love that whole bit, dude. It's like bootleg Ricky Martin in the best way. It was so good. Oh, hello, Phoebe. Hello, Phoebe. <laughs> hello, Elga. Uh, yeah. What are you yeah. thinking, Dan? I mean, this is this is it's, this is as close as it gets, man. Rhonda and Phoebe. Uh, I gotta go, Phoebe, man. This I was gonna say, some easy, some hard. Uh, I honestly think Phoebe is a, is a slam dunk. I think she's got she's a great best friend. She's feeble, but she gets pissed off at certain moments she's got some great episodes uh she's flawed uh but i think i think she's so funny and i think again voice actress fantastic i think her, uh, she really makes that squeaky little little yeah. voice just so good uh so shout out to her so guys i went with Rhonda, and i have really had an enormous um respect and we'll talk about it i'm not super hurt by it but i but, but i I like Rhonda a lot more, and I'll still stick by that more. Watching Rhonda go through what she went through throughout the season, they utilize her a lot. Her centered episodes are really entertaining. Um, she's super flawed. I love what they did with her in the Jungle movie and updating her a little bit with, uh, with you know, taking selfies all the time. Yeah, good calls. The only thing I don't like about Rhonda, this is what bugs me. Okay, this is the only thing that bugs me about Rhonda. The episode where she gets glasses. And then she never wears them again. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is annoying. Yeah, she got contacts. <laughs> yeah, She's she, rich. She got contacts. Yeah, that, that lesson went away. Yeah, exactly. She had yeah. a geek episode, and, and then, uh, yeah. It's, yeah, she gets her cool frames, and, and it's just tough to see Rhonda go, because Rhonda has some great episodes where she, you know, becomes queen of the geeks, or, you know, where she goes against Big Patty at that valedictorian whatever school for uh, young, rich kids or whatever. Yeah. The debutante uh, type thing, yeah. Right, and Phoebe, I just find her less interesting. I mean, I guess we'll go on. I just and the other another episode that doesn't get talked about is when Rhonda ruins her mom's mink coat and has to get uh, your boy Curly to fix it. You remember this one? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's the thing about Curly. He's one of my favorite characters. I love the way he stalks and creeps out Rhonda. So it's hysterical. Weird. Rhonda, but, uh, you're my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because I gotta uh, say, like everybody probably has different things, and with this rewatch, I love Rhonda. I really love Rhonda. Rhonda. Right, sh shout out to Rhonda. She wasn't gonna win. Come on, Austin. I, didn't, I will I, say I, I though, mean, she's in the she same is, bracket with Helga. But she, she is a good character. That's the thing, man. And that's what gets harder the longer we're gonna go into these. Yeah. You know, just like the characters are gonna really have to compete, and just like experience right like who did we who did we connect with as kids watching it and as adults watching because like you said you even connect to ronda when as a kid but you connected with her now as an adult Way more now you know so it's really interesting to see that like a like life experience shift your perspective on something you love uh yeah. not in a bad way though and that's that's the nice part it's like you didn't like you know when you go back to something like wow this was really bad <laughs> like right hey arnold doesn't have that effect you go back oh, to like no. this holds yeah. up man like damn hey arnold is one of the shows that holds up the most for sure and, and then also shout out to when arnold uh ronda moves into the boarding house funny stuff um you yeah know. yeah also, she 
Yeah. I gotta say, uh, Austin, I goofed on my points. I just wanna before we get too deep okay. into it, I I missed four points, so I'm at actually 57. I'm at okay, 57. Okay, so you are. I, knew it. I, I was knew like it. that. I was like when when I heard Dan's number, I'm like, did I miscount? I definitely thought I was gonna be ahead, and then I recount yeah. that. I forgot. I forgot to add Big Bob and Mr. Simmons. Ooh, uh, okay, okay. So that's why. But yeah. So right, well, you are you are appropriately in the lead. 57, and, uh, but still close, dude. 50. It's oh, like, we're, 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 it's anybody's race. Yeah, man. All righty. Well, and, and as always, speak up if, if you don't have a mule in the race. But Phoebe Heyerdahl moves on to face her best friend, Helga Pataki, next week. So let's move on to the boys brackets, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here. The boys bracket here. Well, this is going to be fun because we know where some people stand. We've got Arnold, the uh, star of the show, versus Harold Berman here. So. Dan, are you? Do you have a mule in this race at all? Because uh, you yeah. have curly. I did have curly, but you know what? Arnold versus Harold. I want to sit back. I kind of want to think about this. Gotcha. Okay, so you you're gonna hold off on this one. That's fine. Um, but Flores, you I think you've showed your hand a little bit here. You do like Harold. Do you like Harold? Is this where he takes down the big dog Arnold? Is this is he big enough? This is the hard one, man. I mean, okay. dude, I, I've, you know, I've been talking about it all these episodes about like how Harold was just like a really good like ev- evolution and then became a cultural lens for people to learn about, you know, Judaism and Jewish culture, which I had never interacted with before. Um, but Arnold's Arnold, and that's like still hard. To, it's still hard to topple the, the, the king on the throne because um, as much as like, like you said last episode, like, you know, it's like his name's on the wall, you know, like the, yeah. the show is his. And it's like, as much as like you love all these characters, like I like for me anyways, like Arnold's still like one of the guys I love. Cause he's like always just trying to be his best self and like help others be their best selves. Um, and I love that energy about him. So I had Arnold winning this one. Okay. Well, I've been very public about it and I think this is <laughs> where Arnold goes down and Arnold has skirted through my bracket as much as I like him and much as I grew up watching it, I I can't not pick Harold. And I think Harold is going to be an enormous contender in the boys bracket. Harold has grown. You could make the argument that Harold Berman is one of the most grown characters on the show. Goes And, and, and we, we talked about it before and it's a joke, but it's also true. He does become just this bully with this one thing that fights kids and then he becomes this huge softy. And as we've outwardly spoken, his Jewish heritage, he, he has grown into where he's super smart at one episode where he just applies himself after taking that aptitude test. Mm-hmm. And then he can also just be a goofball when he's, you know, eating his half his weight in chocolate at the chocolate factory. Um, he or in, in his soft part where he meets Cupcake, that little kitten. You know, yeah. that, that's a really Oh, cute, my God. Cupcake. Right. And or, or, or when he uh, has to get his bar mitzvah and he struggles dealing with that or when he steals the ham to to grow. So Harold isn't really he is almost the epitome of maybe with the exception of Big Patty, the epitome of a really multidimensional bully. And, and then we also get into his relationship with Big Patty. Those are great episodes where he has yeah. to go, okay, I have to battle my image, but I really like this girl. Harold is just so much more interesting than the do-goody Arnold, and I have to pick Harold here. Um, 
or losing to a girl. I, I, I just could go on and on about Harold. So we leave it to you, Dan. Who do you have here, yeah. if you did have anybody? It's very funny because uh, I'm looking at this, and it's kind of funny because I'm listening to both sides. Uh, I can go either way. Um, you can ask us questions, make, too. I, well, I, I'll tell you this. I think I made a choice. It's, it's funny because – so Flores, from his assessment, he definitely brings up Arnold and the idea that Arnold is our main character. And he had different stages of his growth. I think, like, you know, he starts off as this very, like, this bold kid. kind of very much like a vessel of, like, our childhood and just kind of, like – taking in everything and he's kind of like it's a little bit of a blank slate at the same time he definitely has like moments of like earnestness and he he grows he, he ends up being a, a character that's just always trying to do the right thing brings people together then he has moments in like season three and four when he kind of gets a little more like uh hurt and a little more chaotic when he realizes yeah. that lila and arnie are together and he's kind of, <laughs> he's he starts seeing that the world is almost like against him uh and and, and it, it can be very funny to see that stuff uh yeah. he's also and there's moments trying. where he fails too you know and i yeah. think that's a that's a that's a big part of it like yeah. seeing these kids fail and still come back from it is like and accepting the failure sometimes yeah i i think also he's also a very chill character i like his voice acting i think lane torn did a fantastic job i think uh uh the second voice actor i forget his name he did a great job as well the guy who ended up becoming ludwig uh later on um harold Harold is like, uh, to Austin's point, is fantastic because he definitely has iconic episodes. He has a lot of growth. He was a one-dimensional bully, but ends up becoming a very funny character. He's got a great look, uh, and there's a lot of great quotes from him. Um, I think it would be, and here's my, here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to go Harold, and I'm going to do it because I think it would be too easy. I think if we had Arnold in here, then we would find ourselves in situations later in this bracket where we would always say. Ah, uh, you know what? I love this character. Great episodes, great moments. But Arnold's Arnold, and I just, I just am going to avoid it for the purpose of this. I think Harold has a little more dimension to him. I think uh, I'm sorry, everyone out there who wants to see Arnold <laughs> get to the top. Uh, I think for the Hey Arnold bracket, I'm going to make that choice. I'll, I'll fall on that sword. I'm going to say let's have Harold go through and make it more interesting. I will say, too, like, um, Austin, when you were giving your remarks, it was really, I think something you said that really stuck with me. Like, and it's like, I was just thinking, like, if you were to put like a like almost like a stock market chart of the evolution and growth of both these characters, Arnold's a very, a very slow and steady slope. And yeah. Harold's just like big jumps and leaps and bounds every time we see him have that growth. He's having big moments and having a ton of growth. And, and, and then it continues like it doesn't stop. So it's like, you know. He's like a bull. He's like a bull shark in, in growth in comparison to Arnold's like tortoise pace in his growth. And I'll say one more thing as well. Uh, Curly beats both of them. But uh, that's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's OK, guys. Uh, let's, let's, you know. Curly, the one true king. Well, <laughs> I'm happy with this. This is where it gets very competitive. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about this one. I felt I had I would have to make an argument here. Um, and it could have gone either way. It really could have, you yeah. know. Um, but you made that bracket way more interesting now, uh, Dan. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I think that's just that's just the choice, honestly. I think we yeah. got to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. I didn't even mention this weight loss episode, Harold. I mean, there's just yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm. Are you devastated by this one, where you were like, I could see it. 
because no, I, 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 I love Harold. So it's just like one of these things of like, I totally see it. And it is the thing too, is like, again, looking back at looking at the bracket now in my mindset at before talking to you guys versus now, like I, I agree with it. I just have to, I'm locked in to where I am, you know, but, uh, yeah, dude, I'm good with this. I'm, I, you know, I'm taking the L, but not a bad L because I still love the character. Well, it's, it's, it's well as big as a victory as that was for me. The next one, <laughs> I have no mule in the race because we have Stinky Peterson versus Gerald Johansson, a three-two matchup. Very good, much like the Phoebe um, Ronda matchup here. So I'm going to sit back, hang out, and. Uh, I think you guys are both in this one, right? So, yeah. uh, Dan, why don't we uh, start with you and then see where you guys land and see if I even have to make a decision here. Uh, Dan, who do you like in this matchup, Gerald versus Stinky? Well, I, I had Wolfgang. Uh, so, really uh, – oh, You're not I, in it. But I had Gerald. So Okay, so you, you, you're, you're on Team Gerald? I, I would go Team Gerald here uh, for sure. I was going to have Gerald even beat Wolfgang. I, I think Gerald's just great. So – I, I, I am Team Gerald. Uh, I would have to see what Flores thinks here. Okay, well, yeah, yeah go ahead. Flores, no, I'm saying, you yeah, you know, I had both. I had both dogs in this fight. Um, and you know, it's really hard, but I just have to agree with Dan on this one. There's no way you go against Gerald in this fight against Stinky, because while Stinky's fun and a part of the mix, like Gerald, like, like Gerald is the MC. He's the master of ceremonies. He's the the man that tells the tales and like keeps yeah. his cool and and you know iconic and like kind of yeah. iconic, dude. Iconic. So like second most know. appearances, one twenty eight. Second yeah, most man. appearances. Yeah, Gerald all day. <laughs> all right. Well, that does makes it easy for me. <laughs> well, yeah, what man. would you have done if you had uh, yeah, Gerald versus Stinky? What would you have done? <sighs> this is tough. This is really tough. You make a really great points about Gerald being the keeper of tales. That's cool. That that, yeah. that is like cool. He plays a harmonica. He does. <laughs> Stinky's sillier, but he's also really fun. I might lead towards Stinky. I might, but I, I mean, you could. This is one of those you could convince me anything. So I, I am not oh. like super strong in this. I had Gerald go early. I had Eugene. So where you were talking about Curly, I'm like Eugene better than both. But right. Gerald, yeah, he's he's cool. Stinky's also very funny. Stinky's also right. very funny. Um, he's he's really a joy to watch. I almost want to see more Stinky too. Um, and maybe I would have liked to see a little more flawed stuff. Maybe if the show got renewed, we'd see more flawed stuff, like when Gerald gets infatuated with that game. That 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 right, was right. that yeah. was interesting and weird. Uh, or if, um. So maybe I would have liked to see more of what would have happened if we had more time. Mm -hmm. um, and he's also the second most used character. I mean, he's part of the three, so right. I get the significance. So I yeah. really, it's this is a this is a coin flip on my thing. But we're going with Gerald regardless. So congratulations, uh, Gerald moves forward <laughs> to the yeah. next round here in the elite eight. So he's going to go against Harold here. Oh man, it's getting tough. Yeah, so we got we got Gerald versus Harold. Yeah. And we've got Helga versus, versus Phoebe. Phoebe. So those are your those are your kids. Yeah. Elite eight, folks. I mean, it's it's really good. Um alrighty then. So we are moving on now. Oh, we are moving on to the women's bracket here. 
Um, so I believe I, I know. Yeah, I definitely know where Dan stands. So I don't know. Do, Dan, do you have you have grandma winning this one? I mean, are you have grandma advancing? OK, easy, so you, easy you are, grandma. We'll start with you because you did not like Olga. You 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 didn't have Olga anywhere at all. Um, so why do you like grandma and you really don't like Olga or maybe you respect Olga a little bit more after our discussions? Uh, no, grandma. <laughs> what a great podcast. Grandma. Yeah, right. I don't know. Grandma. Uh, she's just hilarious. She's amazing. She's a fantastic character. I think her voice acting is fantastic. I think uh, I love her song. Uh, look up. I think oh, that yeah. it's so fun. Yeah. It's great too that she has this like selective uh, consciousness because she like she's like <laughs> pretty much as dementia is crazy and just running around. But then she'll have these moments where she's like really there and she yeah. like clicks it, especially so, when it's so hot out. She's so, interacting so, normal. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's honestly that uh, she, that's a great quote. I think it's honestly that she is always there, but chooses to be crazy. Uh, I kind of think that way in a lot of ways, because uh, she because she can just turn it on and just be there for everyone, and like and she's also like able to be covert and like she has like this like amazing kung fu uh, yeah. energy, and uh, yeah, she's just she's got a lot more going on than uh, anyone the, else. Please the fly in the pond, uh, or the frog in the pond rather. Yeah, yeah. Frog in the pond. Well. Uh, what do you got, Flora? Is, is this is Grandma the one seed, and is she gonna stop all over Olga? I mean, listen, I concur. Uh, Grandma's <laughs> great, man, dude. Grandma is so freaking cool. And to Dan's point, I think it is that beautiful thing of like someone looking at her at face value is like, oh, this is an old lady with dementia. But it's like, no, this is a lady choosing to live her best life and have the most fun she can because she values what her time and and, and the people around her. So she's clowning. Because she wants to make sure people are having the best time they can freaking have. And I think that's what's so cool about it. And she's like, when you need her there in those other moments, you know, she's there. She's not acting crazy when Arnold needs her the most, you know. Yeah, take, take that, Olga. You know, so, yeah, Grandma Olga. <laughs> You're happy Olga's out of it now. So that's 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 funny. We've There's always some I, – I, I don't want to get into specific episodes, but there, there are sometimes – there there are thorns in people's sides, as I say, where, where it happens. And uh, when they finally get removed, you're like, oh, my you – know? <laughs> Yeah, get her out of here. All righty. Well, uh, we uh, touched upon this in the last episode. This is a battle of the moms. Um, so we've got Miriam Pataki, uh, the number two seed, versus Marilyn Berman – uh, which is uh, Harold's mom. Um, do you want to uh, start us off here, Flores? I mean, so uh, I think I think I don't have a horse in this race because like. Oh, um, so let's hold off. Yeah, because yeah, I have either. Well, because I had Miriam, but on my bracket, I ch- I chose um, Susie and Susie didn't make it through. So do you had Susie beating Miriam? Yes. OK, so you don't. So you are yeah. out of you're gonna hold off. So, uh, no mule in this race for. I am uh, now this your is so lord. This, this is anybody's bracket now. So I guess you and I are gonna debate here, uh, uh, Dan. This is Battle of the Moms. Marilyn Berman, great character, versus yeah. Marion Pataki, higher seed, also really great character. What do you got, Dan? It's really funny because everyone's gonna pick Miriam. I'm uh, not. I went Marilyn Berman. Why? I know. You're gonna argue big time then. I know. Here I we go. Marilyn Berman because I truly love the the Jewish mom 
trope. I think she's uh, there's something funny about her with Harold and just her like loving him, but also like her dynamic with uh, with uh, her husband. Uh, maybe I see a little bit of my mom in her. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I see it. I just go. I just like. I love her. I think it's just. Uh, yeah, I, I, Miriam is, is is hilarious and she's fantastic. There's a lot of great episodes, especially the road trip episode, uh, the Big Bob's Beepers when she gets on, uh, when she starts working. Uh, yes. she's also just a fantastic drunk, and there's a lot of great things. Miriam appears way more, uh, and and her dynamic with Helga is very important. Um, this is a personal preference. This is not a really good. I again, I, I have a lot of objective choices and a lot of personal choices. Uh, yeah. The personal choices I, I literally call out. And one of them was Curly, and another one's this one. And I'll wow. just say it. I went Marilyn Berman. I know she's not going to go far. I figured I was going to lose points on this. Uh, but I had to do it. I had to do it. So well, you never know, because Lars is out, and he's going to moderate this. So I, I went Marion Pataki for sure. And there's there, one of the reasons that you touched upon is that there are Marion Pataki episodes. One yes. being where she takes over Big Bob's beepers for a while while Big Bob's on the couch, which is hilarious. Well, Bob becomes attached to, you know, uh, what do you call him? Um, uh, what are they called? Uh, the chair? Or, or, no, 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 no. The broken back. Oh, the soap operas. Soap oh, the soap operas. Soap operas. Soap operas. Tip of my tongue. Where he becomes attached to something, and she just comes in there. Those men are sharks, and we went this, and they tripled yeah. their order. And then she becomes this working woman. And then the second episode, which is really sweet, where Miriam just keeps failing, and they go on that road trip with Helga. <laughs> and they stop off, and she's singing karaoke in the car. Oh, and uh, leaves the directions, leaves her purse on the thing. And then she wins a bull riding contest. And then Helga has this newfound respect for her. Um, I mean, meanwhile, yeah, you could say she's falling asleep on the couch and forgetting lunch and, you know, just all this stuff here. Um, but there are moments of Miriam and you wonder what that relationship was um, where, and how she met uh, Big Bob Pataki and everything. Um, Miriam is – and also, we didn't even mention this. Of this show, and I know you guys know this, but other folks may not know this. There was a chance that this show was going to spin off, and the spinoff was going to be called The Patakis. And it was going to be a more adult-themed show. It would have affected the ending of the Jungle movie, so it didn't work out that way. The canon would have went completely different. Yes. But they, the only reason they said it would have been, it's like they, they were afraid that it would be too similar to Daria. I'm not even sure if that's true, but I remember seeing some concept art about what they wanted to do and a thing centered around a more adult centric show with an older high school Helga, Olga being obnoxious, Big Bob being Big Bob and Miriam being now outwardly alcoholic would have been a more character, more interesting character study to me than if we spun off and did like the Burmans, which would it be, which would be fun too. But I think the Patakis would be much more interesting. So I have to go with uh, Miriam here for sure. I think she's the higher seed for a reason. And uh, when she has episodes centered around her, I think that speaks to her character. The floor is yours, yeah. Flores. You can it's, ask us questions. What do you got? Or Dan, I, would, I, I would, I would say this too, Flores. I think, uh, I think Austin makes a very fantastic point. I think Miriam is a, is a, 
it's almost like the objective choice, whereas Marilyn is your is it would be the personal choice. Uh, I do want to hear what you what you think. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you both had great points, but I gotta say, Dan, you didn't convince me, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with Austin on uh yeah on, on uh, Miriam, uh, but it's hard because like the thing is like I love the fact that you said though then like you know maybe I see a little of my mother in her and that's why like because like there is something to that just like seeing the people in your life in these characters and like because of that you lean towards them more, um and I think that's totally real like and that's that's why we make we're making the choices we're making like like data aside you're like you know same thing with just like. Yeah, Arnold's Arnold, but Harold's freaking better, you know? Like there's like there's data and then there's also like the emotionally the emotional attachments we've created watching the show and connecting it back to our life experience. But uh Alcoholic Moms. Miriam <laughs> Miriam Miriam so, so grandma versus Miriam will be a very Ooh, interesting one. That's gonna be, gonna be very good. It'll be good. So that's gonna you're you uh well we'll talk about it next week. Uh that's gonna be interesting. Man, I'm skirting through. I, I'm really fighting in this episode, and I'm I'm coming out okay. Um, but that, yeah, I guess Grandma is gonna go against Miriam in the uh, to see who goes to the uh, final four here. Um, as we go through the Sweet 16, we've only got two more matchups, uh, folks. Here, we have got. Wow. Okay, so we know where I stand a little bit here. We're back to the most probably I said most competitive matchup, but I think they're all getting pretty competitive at this point. Grandpa Phil. Steely Phil, of course, versus uh, Mr. Wynn. So I'll start because um, I know where I stand. I was I was having Oscar Kakashka move forward, um, but this was such a caveat for me. I obviously went with Grandpa Phil. I think he is one of the most uh, – a lot of people's favorite character on the show. He's voiced by Dan Castellanata. He's so funny. Um, every time he comes in telling stories and the like um, – I think he easily beats any of the borders, including Mr. Wynn here. Um, so, uh, Flores, you want to you want to go here? Did you have Grandpa here? He is the higher seed. I'm I'm curious what Dan has to say. Okay, all righty. Wow. Uh, yeah, I uh, Mr. Wynn is my favorite border. Uh, okay. And Grandpa is one of my top favorite characters. Right. So it's kind of like a really tough choice. I think that uh, actually, if I look, uh, take one moment, please, as I as I look around. Um, sure. Out of all this, out of all these rounds, this to me, this, yep, this okay. is the hardest one for wow. me. For me, I could go either way. I, but I will go with my original choice, and that was Grandpa. I went with the one seed. Uh, he's just iconic, and uh, Mr. Wynn, again, like I said, he pops up in some of my favorite episodes, probably in my two of my top five for sure. Uh, but Grandpa is also there as well, and Grandpa is just like. Uh, he's he's in my top favorite characters uh, for sure. Uh, overall, the entire bracket. If we had a top yeah. five, I just pulled them out and just said like, oh, pick five characters. Uh, he's up there uh, yeah. with Curly. So um, yeah, I would say uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Grandpa wins for me, and uh, and I. But even though Grandpa's gonna go through because we both picked him, let's hear what Flores has to say. Flores, did you pick Mr. Win? I did. I did pick Mr. Win. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. So, oh, so. sorry. So big. So for me, it was like Grandpa's like the obvious choice, but yeah. and this and maybe this is me a little metagaming because it's just like, you know, I was looking ahead of like who I would pick anyways, and like looking at that, I was just like, Mr. Wynn brings up a 
better matchup for me in later rounds. Um, so like, you know, I, that's, I makes it a, it makes it more of a conversation piece. And like, and for me, it's like, Mr. Wayne is like you said, top border, but also I can't like stress enough, like the impact of learning about, uh, like uh, learning about other people's like cultures for me watching the show. Um, that really like him and that's why him and Harold are like some of my favorites, uh, from like the overall cast. So, but yeah, I had Mr. Wynn, but I'm taking I'm taking the L on this one. Was there anything about anything additional to Mr. Wynn? Because like I'm think I think me and Dan agree we're we're not like thrilled that Mr. Wynn's going. It's just unfortunate no, yeah, it's, it's, to it's, go against Grandpa. That's, like, that's I mean, what it is, right? It styles makes fights, as they say in the boxing world, where like you know it's really dependent on what you're looking for in the character, and like to be sure, like Grandpa Phil is one of the best characters in the show, no yeah. question. The level of comedy and just smart writing and delivery of his lines and is like it's at top tier. Just like it's just top tier work and quality. And so like with but with Mr. Huynh, it's that impact of like his story, his and and like his history that like for me like resonates. Um whereas like with I don't know, maybe I guess like the like bittersweet sad things like hit me harder, I guess, to some extent too. Because I guess that's also why I like Susie and Oscar. <laughs> but, um, yeah. you know, like Susie is like, I feel for her. But, um, yeah, man, I, I'm I'm losing this one. But Mr. Wynn, and that's a that's a good fight. It's a good matchup. And it's oh, like, yeah. you know, I wanted an underdog uh, victory for this one. Um, I will say this. Uh, maybe it makes us feel a little better. This was uh, publicly, Craig Bartlett has said, uh, Grandpa is his favorite character to draw. So that oh, also. Oh, very good. That has a uh, yeah. There's a poll there, um, but yeah, Mister Went great episodes. The simple things really good. What he got the Christmas episodes. I mean, that's that's one of the top heartfelt episodes on the show. Grandpa's just. I mean, he's a powerhouse. I mean, like, <laughs> absolute rock stud, an absolute stud. I love uh, that. You want to add anything, Dan? Before we have one more final final matchup. I'll say uh, this is going to be a big battle, a big Bob battle. Here we go. Big Bob Bataki versus Mr. Simmons. And I'll actually start here again because I did not have Mr. Simmons moving forward um, because I liked. Um, oh, God, they're going to make me type this. I guess I got to type that. Uh, I liked uh, Big Bob. Uh, I like Principal Warts. So with this said, I'm going to make the argument here that we made in previous episodes. Who does not want to see Big Bob Pataki, uh go against? grandpa phil which we've seen them golf against before and also big pop he's, he's such a great villain and his yeah. weird relationship in the like the back alleys with nick vermicelli yeah we're going to talk about nick vermicelli here a little bit um mr simmons to me just he he's nice he's a pleasant character but big bob is dynamic and he he's always like sort of this anti-hero type thing where you don't know what side he's on. He's fun in the uh, original movie with his relationship with Sheck and he'll come back to his daughter. I, I got to go with Big Bob here and also Maurice LaMarche. Let, let, let's be real. Marley, Maurice LaMarche is great, but I do like Mr. Simmons. Um, who wants to go here on this one? I mean, uh, I, I want to hear what Flores. What, all what right, you, what, Flores. What, what, what do you do? I had Mr. Simmons. I'm not going to lie. And again, right. I, you know, if you listen to the last episode, uh, you would. Uh, I went into like why like Mr. Simmons resonates with me, and I'll reiterate some of it again. It's just that having that teacher that believes in you, um, and like supporting you to be like your best self beyond just those schoolwork, 
uh, is something that really like resonates with me from my life experience. So, you know, having a teacher like that in real life was, was like really like something that really pushed me forward. And like, you know, Mr. Simmons exudes that. So I just there's just like a sweet spot in my heart for that, like mentality and that mind and that mindset. Um, and like, again, this is one like like you said, this is the hardest part of the bracket because yeah. all all the these these four in the men's side, all heavy hitters. Like oh, no que- no question. So it's just like really a matter of preference. And like and to your point, like when you were saying everything you just said about Big Bob, I'm like 100 percent right. He's like a great anti-hero. <laughs> like he's, yeah. it's like the perfect anti-hero for this setting, because when you think anti-hero, you're thinking Deadpool and like, you know, like heroes and villains, like in superheroes and like meta and fantasy. And like this is like a real life anti-hero. <laughs> and it's so it's spot on. All right, Dan. Uh, I I too went Mr. Simmons. I think. We, wow. Uh, sorry, You're not Big Bob. See Bob I'm, I'm so L. I'm so surprised. I thought I was taking the L on this one. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Big wow. Bob. Sorry, Lieutenant Major Goose. Sorry, everyone. Uh, sensitivity wins. Mr. Simmons is a fantastic <laughs> character. Sensitivity I, wins. Wow. I can't wait Austin. to see. I wish, I wish the listeners could see Austin's face. <laughs> I, I want to see Mr. Simmons against Grandpa Phil. Let's do this. One and two seats. Let's go. So, okay, so let's let's just be clear because we all had it. So, like, this is this is wild now um, because I had a great round up until this point. This, like, <laughs> that. Ooh, wild. Because, okay, let, let's let's at least give Big Bob the uh nice funeral that he has first of all uh, also big bob the episode with the yurt i mean we didn't even talk about that that's hilarious <laughs> you know? um so wow man and also when he beats up nick vermicelli in the movie i think that's funny too in terms of the whole that's pretty good but well i think my favorite episode with big bob attacky is uh halloween i really do love what he's trying to save, <laughs> save the world and he just blows a beeper bomb and everything i think uh yeah, he's just a. Uh, I, I mean, also the Qualm episode, Spelling Bee, and it really that it's a perfect introduction to him being like, all he cares about is winning over the over even over his own daughters. He he loves his daughters, but he's just so he's so much into winning and just being a macho man, and yeah. it, it blinds him from being a good father. And uh, uh, but yeah, I, I would say the the Halloween episode is my favorite. If you guys want to go check that out, Halloween's coming up. Oh so, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, maybe if you're listening to this after Halloween, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, maybe you're gonna be as uh, Hey Arnold on Halloween. Go with Big Bob. <laughs> this is gonna be um, one. I think everybody's still in it. This is a great, another great round. I think everybody's still in it. Um, anybody could win. I mean, like, there's some crazy stuff. I had a great round. You pick you not picking Grandpa Phil Flores. That that must <laughs> really hurt you at some point. This could go anywhere at this point. And so I'm excited for the show um, with that. So, wow, man, we've just when I think we didn't have this and then this happened, I'm like, oh, my gosh. OK, I will say I got a, I got a question rules wise. Yeah. Like what happened if there is a moment where none of us have a horse in the race? We sit back and debate and somebody has to move. I mean, one person will. There's always going to okay. be one person that will. Well, okay. I'll say this. I mean, uh, Grandpa Phil Flores doesn't have him. And then Austin doesn't have Mr. Simmons, but right. I have both. Right. So that's going to be interesting. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, and then Miriam Pataki is going to be holding, like, this is a lot yeah. of worms that are just going to be all over the place. Like, 
it, it, that's why I laughed, Dan, in episode one when you're like, "Has we been clean?" I'm like, no, "It's not gonna happen." <laughs> like, this uh, is- <laughs> I was, uh, I was a newbie. I was a noob. Uh, I hadn't seen that. things before, but now I've seen it all. Oh, oh <laughs> my goodness. Uh, yeah, top top eight's gonna be very interesting. I feel like, or uh, wait, what is it? Top eight? It is. We're next next week. Will be the elite eight. Uh, yeah, elite have- eight. The the episodes you have look uh, the matchup you have looking forward to is deciding who's going to be the winner of each of the sections. So we're going to find out who the best girl is, best boy, best uh, uh, man, best woman is in all of them. So that that is going to be decided. The final four will be decided next week, which is wild to think about. That's good stuff because uh, next I mean like the best girl Helga versus Phoebe. I mean those yep. are top girls one and two. Best boy uh, Harold have, and Gerald. Like, Harold and Gerald, so that's pretty yeah. great. Uh, best women, you've got Grandma and Miriam, right? Yep. yep. Then uh, best men, Grandpa Phil and Mr. Simmons. So really, a lot of top seeds here. Yeah. Uh, who who is the lowest seed? Actually, I'm Harold. looking around. Harold. So Herb. so the only the only seed that's not a one and two that made it this far is a four seed. That's uh that's Harold. So good yeah, for Harold. I know wild stuff so well guys this has been <laughs> another incredible episode we are there uh i, I want to thank you so much uh for joining me again as we as it gets as cutthroat as it possibly can because <laughs> i don't know get, what's gonna, gonna happen nuts I, i'm very excited i have no idea who's gonna win i have no idea who's gonna win the whole thing um it, it's literally anybody's game so i hope uh, uh which i I'll think the this, listeners, I, yeah. It's very funny, Austin. I, I feel like in my head, walking into this, yeah. I had it clear. I was like, this is going to be a fun time, fun bracket. But we have a clear winner, right? And like, I'm not going to say who it is. But I, in my head, I was like, this is a clear winner. And now I, I might. You don't we know might, anymore. We might, we might walk away with a Harold. We, you never know. Harold so, uh, has just as much a chance. I feel like Harold's our Gonzaga they're going to come through. He's going to come through. We're not going to see it coming. I feel like uh, Harold's the, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. He's going to he's gonna get to the World Series, and we're going to be like, oh, my God. Uh, it could happen. Know. It could happen. Well, Flores, let's let's check in with you. You, I think, had a rough week this this round. Yeah, That's honestly, true. I mean, yes, don't, I mean not too point. bad. No points, but, like, definitely took some L's. But, yeah. honestly, at this point in the game, it's like, it's such it's such top tier like characters that it's yes. just like uh, the L's don't hurt, you know, like in terms of like I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense. Like I could totally see why this person could win. It's just like, uh, you know, like Styles makes fights, you know, so uh, not too bad. Definitely could have done better. Not as good as last week, uh, but uh, definitely uh, like I would say down down the middle in terms of just like uh, wins and losses. All right, and uh, uh, anything you want to promote, uh, uh, Flores? Uh, the Flores. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, if you guys, uh, anyone listening, if you ever want to try improv and you love music, you can check out Freestyle Love Supreme Academy. Uh, we f- teach and facilitate lessons in freestyle rap, uh, improv, and beatboxing. So uh, we you know we make music together. Uh, we we do it all on the fly with uh, suggestions and and you know make awesome songs and tracks. So you know, check out at FLS.academy. Awesome. Thank you so much, Flores. And uh, Dan, we'll pass it off to you. You had uh, 
What kind of week did you have? <laughs> I had a great week. I think this is a. I think I'm back in it. Uh, right. I feel a lot better. Um, it's gonna be interesting. I think in the Elite Eight, I think I got like only one that I'm gonna be sitting out on. So I, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I think in terms of uh, things I want to plug, things you guys can check out. Uh, there's some <laughs> some big baseball happening. Some Halloween coming up. I don't know when this is gonna air in terms of. Uh, you know what's going on? Maybe, maybe baseball will be over. Maybe Halloween will be over. But I'll tell you this: go watch Hey Arnold. It's a fantastic show. And uh, yeah, again, we'll listen to the Jim Lang music. Uh, check out Hey Arnold: The Jungle Movie. And uh, I, I would say, I hope you guys are commenting. I hope you guys are writing in because I would love to know uh, what you think the biggest upset is. Because there's got to be some, there's got to be some kind of character that is not making it, like a Curly who is under <laughs> the top four seats. Because if you're looking at this, this bracket, as I'm looking, and I love stats, I love these analytics, I yeah. love brackets. And if you look at this, it's all one-twos, one-twos. It's a very good. Yeah, uh, and I feel like we got a lot of he- a lot of heavy hitters. Uh, I feel like we're making great choices. Uh, and, but but if, there's got to be somebody under a four. If, if, there's like a, who's, if there's somebody who's a five to an eight that you really just wish was there, leave a comment. I would love, I would love to know. So, uh, yeah, that's what I, yeah. I wonder if that five would, would have been a Mr. Win as Flores was uh, championing uh, earlier this episode. Yeah. Um, and I was championing, uh, trying to get Big Bob in there. He would have been six and try to get him in there. But as the stats show and as everything hatched out, Harold Berman is the underdog throughout the rest of the game here. He's the lowest seeded one, but he is a strong contender, you know, um, even though he was held back a few years, it's okay. It's okay. So <laughs> guys, I think my, uh, just to say it, my bracket and to wrap up the show, my bracket, uh, I had a good week this week, but again, I think we're all going to be uh, having interesting conversations next time uh, when we uh, go through our point values, get into fight, figure out who's going to be the final four. And then the final episode, figuring out what the champion is and um, uh, who's going to go where. So guys, Thank you so, so much, so, so much for tuning in. I hope your brackets are doing well and you're playing along with us. Guys, tune in next week as things get even tougher as we break down the Elite Eight. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. See you later.